Welcome to We Geek Podcast, and today is a special episode, or tonight, depending when you're listening to it. But my name is Adam. I'm joined, of course, by my good friend Logan. Hello. And we're here to kind of break down, you know, our thoughts on Batman vs Superman and uh, Daredevil season two. So this is going to be like a double header here. Um, and yeah, so it's just going to, you know, we're just going to talk about it. The, the, you know, there's no real format we're doing here. We're just going to break into these two movies and tell you what we liked about them, tell you what we didn't like about them, and, um, you know, somewhere in between. Uh, <clears throat> so sit back, relax, <laughs> and let's go, man. So let's start out with uh, Batman vs. Superman. Um, hit the theater. Uh, I think when Man of Steel came out, just uh, refresh your memory, kind of how we went about it. I, You probably were a bigger fan than I was of Man of Steel. Is that correct? I, yeah, I think that's fair. Right. Um, I, I wasn't that critical about it. I just – I wasn't – I think I had really high expectations. Um, that trailer is has to be one of my favorite trailers of all time. Agreed. Uh, the, te- the teaser trailer. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's, um, that's the perfect – like that – the – what what is it? I The Clark Kent piece from that score is oh, yeah. is one of my favorite – like that's a moving piece of, of – of score it's it's fantastic this is clark kent i think is what it's called oh really because i thought it was the it's the lord of the rings it's when gandalf falls it's the exact song from lord of the rings when gandalf falls and everything goes quiet and frodo screams and you don't hear him and he's taken away and they're all mourning that song in the trailer the teaser trailer was put into the Man of Steel teaser, teaser trailer. Okay, then I'm thinking of something totally different then. Yeah, I, I don't know the name of it, but check it out when you, when you uh, after the show, and you'll, you'll see it. Because I was like, what is that? I know that. I remember sitting in the theater with all my friends, and they don't know. They like Lord of the Rings, but they don't, they don't like dig into it and obsess over it like we do. And I was like, I know that song. I know that song from somewhere. Oh, my God. It drove me crazy. <laughs> and I finally figured it out. And I was like, that's why I love it so much. It was so – the iconic scenes, the butterfly trapped in the chains. And how many times have we seen Superman in chains? You know, He's yeah. supposed to represent this beautiful thing, this godly thing in chains. So was the butterfly. You know, the water over rocks and like – there was so, and then, then you know, of course, him in the uh, backyard, like every little boy is done with the cape flowing, you know, right, with the hands there's... on the hip. It was just so Americana, and it was perfect. And I thought, holy shit, he's going to get this right. Like, this guy cares about it. <laughs> Weren't we wrong? <sighs> yeah, and it, you know, and, and I don't, I don't doubt for a second that Zack Snyder cares about it, but it's like he cares about all the wrong things, at least in my eyes. I'm agreed. Um, yeah, he's he's more uh, symbolic than character driven, if that makes sense. Right. I mean, how many times can they carry Superman like Jesus on the cross? Exactly. He was, to me, it was more. And now we're getting into you know. Um, uh, by the way, this is all spoilers. Heads up. Um, and and yes, it was more. He was more concerned with make how many cover shots can we put in this film. I know. And and not character stuff. You know what I mean? Like uh, some comics, I could care less what the art looks like as long as I'm engaged. I, I think the art's in- incredibly important. But when if the story is good, then it, 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 it can it can not be as – you know what I mean? Like the art doesn't damage it as much. So anyway, my point is this is very 
symbolic, very uh, – I don't know the right words for it. It's just extremely – it's it's too it's too focused on on the on the uh, what the hell is the word the iconography, right? Exactly that. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> and it didn't it it didn't care about the characters to right. me. It, it cared about how many Easter eggs are we going to put in this thing so that the the real fans and I hate when people do that, but when the, when 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 you know the comic book fans are oh they're going to get this reference they're going to know that they're going to kill Jimmy Olsen in the first few minutes you know without oh god that that I don't want to I actually want to talk about positive stuff first. <laughs> yeah, they, we'll yeah, that'll Jimmy. be over quick. Right. So yeah, well let's do that. Let's talk about the positive things because I. Th- thought there were some great things in this um it just didn't make it a great film you right, know, so right. little of it um so let's do you want to begin you want me to do it i uh, well i think we can both agree on bet fleck yes I, I he was he was a really solid choice exactly and even though they did questionable things with his character he killed it he, yeah he he was great at acting. He delivered his lines. There was some cheesy shit with "Do you bleed?" And I get it. They took it from the comic book. It doesn't need to come from the com- you know what I mean. Like it didn't it didn't fit as well as with great power comes great responsibility kind right. of line. Right. Like that was perfect every time they delivered it. Um, but this was just like really that just sounds weird. I don't know. But. Yes, Affleck killed it. I loved the scenes with him and Wonder Woman, with him and um, Clark when they finally started getting to get getting along. You know, um, I liked his, especially his scenes with Alfred and that relationship there. That was that was really well done. Um, and that's where I think actors playing Batman. It doesn't matter how they are when they have the the, the, the suit on. That that doesn't mean anything. You don't see the. It, it to me that's them being this Batman. It's when the it's when the mask is off and they're playing Bruce Wayne, uh, to me is a little bit more important. And I don't mean like Bruce Wayne the the um you know the the, the rich schnob. I mean the the actually playing Batman with the cape with the cape and cowl off, if that makes sense. Right. No. Totally. There's what uh, Kevin Conroy was the one who who was really big on saying Bruce Wayne is the mask, right? And Batman is the actual person. He just he's just the one with the different outfit. Exactly. And that's and, and I, I agree. And I, I loved like his whole bit at the party was great. Like all those interactions and how like how he carried himself. This is this is an old Batman. This is a Batman that's been around. He's he's done all this before. He knows how to blend Bruce Wayne with being the the with being the Batman and the little snooping and the spying and everything, I just those those really human moments, pun somewhat intended there, mm-hmm. uh, were where it showed. And again, a lot of that stuff at the Batcave, you were talking about him and Alfred. I think that showed he had he understood who Batman was. Snyder seemed to be more focused on what does the bat symbol mean, and. Right. Ben was very much more no who is Batman right exactly um i I thought he just did such a great job and I loved the choice of making him you know already in this universe 20 or however many years um it was a very smart decision because we've seen his origin I don't know how many times we've now 
more towards the end of his career, and I thought that was such a perfect choice because um, now we are in this lush Batman world, and that needed to happen so that in you know Suicide Squad and future movies we can see all of these crazy characters, and we don't have to you know trickle them out one by one. Um, and I, I like that. I really like that. Uh, um, what else? What, Batman I loved. I loved Wonder Woman. I thought she was perfect. Um, she was my big question mark going in because I only really saw her in you know, uh, Fast and Furious and I'm sure other things that I just can't think of off the top of my head. Um, Pro- probably not. She hasn't – Gal hasn't been in a whole lot. Right, right. And so you know, I, I just can't – no, I just I don't know. I just but th- that's what I re- I when she showed up and she, you know, they did kind of what they did with Thor. Like, I loved how powerful they showed her. Yeah. Um, and that was that was really important, you know, and, uh, you know, even me, I, I haven't read that much Wonder Woman. I didn't I've never really grasped how powerful it was because we've never seen her to this. We've only seen her really this powerful in animation and it came off so well um, in this. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I really love that. Um, what else did you? Is there anything else you you really took to? Um, I look. I they can call him the Joker. They can call him whatever the hell they want. I loved Eisenberg. His 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 Luther was fantastic. Oh God, I did not. We'll get into that. I guess I'll I'll get into the next. Should we talk about him now? Then um, might might as well because I think we've okay. kind of covered all the positives. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I do want to say I loved, and this is where. Some of my biggest complaints come from I love when Clark is being Clark and not Superman. Honestly, and it, I shouldn't feel that way in a Superman film. I shouldn't go. I can't wait until he's got the the cape off, you know. Right. Um he was more the Superman that we expect. Like it almost seemed like when he became Superman, he was much more I have to be protective of everything. And when he was Clark, it was much more this is wrong. Well, they never gave him a ch- – for, for example, what I was saying a moment ago, I loved the moments when he called her low. I loved the moments when they were just talking to each other yeah. and they were just communicating. That was the best you know, thing Amy Adams had in the film. Everything outside of that was just stupid for her character with the, the bullet and everything. It, just, it was just – nonsense i liked the moment she was in with him and you know it's because they actually felt like a a couple and those brief moments and that's my problem if they were so brief they were the the character building wasn't in the movie and the moments that we started to feel that relationship we started to see these characters you know the little the little things they would say to each other that was perfect and then Suddenly we're off and away in a dream and within a dream and something else. And, (laughs) you know, oh, God, that that was one of my biggest issues with it. You know, we had to go watch Jesse Eisenberg play basketball at his new startup Kickstarter company or whatever they cut to. I was just like, this is annoying. Like, I don't want to see this guy put Jolly Ranchers in someone's mouth when we were actually getting some good character development. Um, And so. I don't know. So uh, that was one of my beefs with I, – I think Henry, Henry Cavill is, is great as Superman, but the problem is they don't allow him to be Superman. The moment when he gets in the courtroom – and this is the moment I was waiting for the whole film when I saw the trailers because finally Superman was going to speak and he was going to let the world know that he is a force of good. 
you know, the truth, justice in the American way that they put in the comic. Finally, he was going to be able to answer to the crowd of all these angry people going, you have to answer to us. You beat someone up and kill. Batman saved more people in that attack than Superman did. Yeah. And so you, you, you have to answer for this. This is how it works. And what happened? It blew up and we got no resolution. Right. That, that's the that to me that just it, it, it was the it was the people behind it. I don't know who screwed this film up, but it was just it, it was just a prime example of them going. We don't care. That, We're just going to do this. Yeah. I think if you wanted to sum this entire film up, that would be the scene to do it. Hey, look. Here's going to be some character development and some plot. Nope, it's all replaced by a giant visual effect and you get no resolution at all. It, it, bingo. <laughs> it, it summarizes basically what we have to say about this. That that was the problem. It was like and, – and, and to make matters worse, that entire scene – which seemed so cool in the trailer. We it was all this anticipation. We were finally what a cool shot of him coming into the uh, to the courthouse. And we are by no means ragging on the visual effects. It's just when that replaces character development, that's when it's like no, that's not okay. Right. So anyway, he comes into the court. That looks awesome. He's he's ready to stand trial, um, uh, you know, and, and talk. And suddenly we have a plot point that involves a jar of piss. <laughs> yeah. And she's stumbling in her words. I'm looking around at my friends going, the fuck are we watching? What is going – in my head, I'm thinking, is there a point to this? And and, and, and I, I guess I didn't catch the part of him making the bomb. So I'm like, why is she stumbling? What is going on? Why are they all looking at each other weird? And then boom. And then Superman's just like, should have seen this coming. This is all my fault. I'm going to go back to being dark. And yeah. He had no chance. There's not one point in this film. Where I felt he was Superman until he died. Yeah. When when you saw the the cool uh, silver S, which was cool. that was kind of cool because you know that was the death of Superman, the silver S on the black stuff. So, but it was. But we're I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, <laughs> but but that whole scene was just messed up from the beginning. They wanted to focus on a jar of piss when we could have got some sort of you know Superman saying this is why he did what he did and he had to kill you know and i i've i've I, you know i've always i've always kind of stood up like and said i i can change my opinion about something i can i cannot be so upset about something and i've gotten over you know him killing zod in the first one um it kind of uh, makes sense i guess no you know, he could have killing he, everybody no he could have flown up right that's, but, that's how he saves that family he flies up like right, right, right. It's such a, a, a right in everybody's face solution. It's like he can't pull him away. He can fly. Like, did they forget that? Well, yes, they did, because this is clearly a crack writing team we're dealing with here. And and that's that's it. It's the writing. It it didn't have to be written that way. But okay, so it was written that way. I've come to terms with that. Yeah. This was the way of them to make it right. This was a way for them to go, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, you know, I, I, I am new to this. He is new to this. He isn't the Superman that we all know. You know, we, we were born into Superman. You know what I mean? Like we were born and Superman already existed. Right. He was already the iconic guy that when you looked up and saw Superman, you thought good. And this entire film, I get the idea 
no one thought that. Uh, maybe there was, I guess, some few hints because they actually they did say in the film, you know, the uh, puff piece and, you know, he's saving kittens from trees and stuff like that. Right. And then he died and suddenly everybody loves him and there's a 21 gun salute when and, like a day before they were all outside the Capitol protesting him. Like, what the hell? Right. But the problem is it was all talk. Everything we've seen in this film, we did not see that. We saw maybe a brief moment of him, you know, uh, picking up someone from flooding. And I think I might have went to the bathroom during that part because I only saw it in the trailers. Well, and uh, there was, and, and, you know, there was maybe the, the KGB, you know, or the Russian uh, missile or something. Right. That and the, the fire. Like he saved the girl from the fire and right. everybody down there was like, hey, he saved the girl. Thank you, Superman. And we were like, OK, that's that's one. <laughs> right, exactly. But most of the scenes is people being upset with him, exactly. people being angry with him, and it, it just—I don't know. To me, it just didn't feel right. Like, and that's where we've both talked about. There should be some contrast to the film. There should be, yes, Batman dark, brooding. If this was a Batman film, totally get why they would do that. Superman should be the light. He should be, you know. And he's such a visual storyteller. You would think he would love that uh, to show Superman in the light and. Batman in the dark. Um, that would have been such a great contrast. That would have been such a different ideals bumping into each other. That's where it really should have been Batman versus Superman on their ideals because they both want the same thing. They just want to go about it differently. Um, and th they, they, they touched upon that because, you know, he's investigating the Batman and, you know, you, you, you can't go around branding people. That's not right. You know, so they did touch a little bit on that I, yeah but it was so ham-fisted it was just so i mean that's that's but i mean that's the argument superman looks at batman and goes you have to stop torturing criminals and batman says hey didn't you kill your first supervillain like right i mean th there's no no there's yeah uh, like i think it, uh, it's just it's just awful <laughs> right. I think it was really smart for them to show Batman's point of view during um, the opening of this movie. He basically was all the all of the fans that didn't like the destruction that thought that was really bad, badly done. Um, I think they kind of were like, well, he's the point of view of the fans and this is why he's angry because uh, they, they know that a lot of people were upset about that. So it makes sense. Um, yeah. And then you watch the rest of the film and you realize it doesn't get any better. Exactly. So uh, I should say great acting all around. I thought, you know, uh, I, I thought Batman was great. Uh, Superman was great. Um, it's just the way they were written and the way it was paced was just god awful. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it wasn't like fantastic for god awful, but it was just a mediocre. I, I shouldn't have been bored at once during the film and I was bored through most of it. Um and, you know, until the end where it cheaply got me for the fights, which is going to get anybody, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, um, that's and that's the sad thing about this movie. You could start this movie at the at the big fight mm -hmm. and you haven't missed anything. Yep. You yep. really have it. And that's that's pathetic. Like that's I'm sorry. I don't like being like nasty kind of critical because I try to find the good things. But when you can see from the production the writing was awful. The 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 editing. God, the editing. I I don't I don't know whose fault that really winds up being. Whether it was the editor or if if Snyder was just that involved. Right. But oh my God, the editing. I yeah, mean, it was it was horrible. It everything from a performance side was great, and yeah, the VFX were great, and 
I mean, the sound design was was spot on. The the I, I like the score. I didn't like the implementation of it. Right. Because it's like, okay, and now Batman's going upstairs. We must have a giant crescendo here. It's like, oh, oh are yeah. You, are you kidding me? Every time, every time. I just, oh, yeah. I, I, oh, there was so, there was just so much bad mm-hmm. that it, it, it just overpowered what, like, there were little bits here and there of like, hey, this was kind of neat. Hey, this was cool. Hey, this didn't suck. But, there's just so much suck piled into this this thing that just it 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 all but drowns it out. It really did. It really did, and it it, it took me out of it. it. It really made me, you know, just not care about anything that was going on. And let, well, let's get into Luther. Um, uh, yes, it was not Lex that we know in the comics. It was his son. Right. But that's not how his son was in the comics either. So it wasn't really, you know, it, his son was. Weird. But it wasn't never like that, um, and you know it. I I just gut feeling did not like it. I I went into the film thinking I was going to love him because I liked what I saw in the trailer. But the oh hey gee oh god what oh hey look at you ha 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 like what <laughs> the fuck is, and, and the thing is and the thing is and I I know every it seems like people want to constantly remind me it's not Lex in the comics no shit not the point right uh, but that's yeah exactly this is the Lex of the movie so guess what here's the thing this is what makes Lex interesting he always wins he always finds a way to make Superman look stupid he always finds a way for super because Superman is stupid that's that's Superman. He is not supposed to be smart. He's, he's supposed to be a guy from Kansas. Right. Uh, and he's uh, he's brute force, straight brute ahead, force. not right. you know, he's not Batman. No, Lex is a is a is a is a genius. Like a universe class mind. He's beyond genius. Exactly. And, so when And they yeah. yeah, they focus too much on the eccentric side of genius and not the actual genius part. And so Lex should have been three steps ahead, should have, ten steps ahead. So when Superman thinks he's got him, Lex would just be like, no, and here's why. Blah, 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 and you look dumb. No way you can ever prove this. I already got this set up. I'm going to step on this helicopter, and you can't stop me. Yeah. And no matter how much you want to punch me in the face, and they could come up with a written reason why, you can't. And have Superman powerless to his mind. That's how you do Lex Luthor. Agreed. I don't care if he's eccentric. I don't care if they're trying to do – they're trying to make him look like Max Landis or whatever. I don't care. You can make him weird and goofy, but when you completely miss the point of what makes his villain up to Superman cool and interesting, it, 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 it's it's stupid. And, and the thing was – and this is what I don't understand. Why was he doing it all? Yeah, that's his plan for everybody that likes to rag on on the Joker from the Dark Knight. And they say, oh, his plan made no sense, blah, 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 blah. His plan was chaos. Yeah, Lex's plan made absolutely no sense because there was no win. Like, what, Doomsday beats Superman to death. Okay, fine, whatever. But they all, Lex, they know what you've done. Like, you have left an evidence trail a, a, a Kansas country mile wide. Right, and so and so, but I still don't understand why he doesn't like Superman. I still don't understand why he was so obsessed with the Kryptonians. Right. I still don't understand why he wanted to destroy his own company to figure all of this out. 
I don't understand why he would throw all of that away. He has no reason to do what he does, and that is bad writing. When you go into a movie, you can take one of the, um, you know, you could take, for example, Ant Man. It's one of Marvel's. It hasn't. It didn't do as good as all the other ones. It has kind of a forgettable villain, but what he does, why he's doing it, completely makes sense. Right. He's trying to take over the company. He's trying to become rich, and the stuff that he's injecting himself with is making him lose his mind. It's making him go over the edge. It's making him go crazy. It's all explained in the plot. It's all explained in the story because it has good writers. This. There was no explanation. All of that was left, hopefully, on the editor's floor. So maybe in the Blu-ray, we'll get some idea of why Lex was doing what he was doing. And if I could, for just a moment, my theory, and this is just because I've done some research or whatever. Okay. But um, I think it's very clear at the end of the movie he's an agent of Dark Seed. Uh, side, or Seed. How do you – Side. Side, okay. Yeah. I think you know when he's talking about God coming and all that other stuff. It's very clear that at some point in the in the movie, he was made an agent of Darkseid. Now I've been reading the Justice League comics. Did Did you see the deleted scene they released the day the movie came out? I d- yes, I did, and yeah. that leads that that's another reason why I think that. Now, how did that guy get in the ship? It was the little. Remember from Man of Steel, those little things create like the physical holographic projection thingies. It's not actually him. It's oh, um, so the uterus was showing him that. Right, basically. Okay. Rem- well, because so- like remember in Man of Steel when like at the very beginning, and Jarrell gets the warning. Right. And it's on this little drone, and it's like the big. Gotcha. Remember, like the little bed of nails things we all used to put our hands in as kids. Right, right, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's what that was. That makes sense. Okay, so he was shown um, one of Darkseid's kid. Um, so okay, so that makes a lot of sense. So, I, I, so I think I guess at some point he was made an agent of Darkseid, or or basically. Um, I guess he was just given all that knowledge, you know, when he put his hand on the thing. But still, it doesn't explain why before that moment he was batshit crazy, why he really needed to get all of this body and everything else. And just before that point, he was still a stupid character. So it doesn't – maybe from the beginning of the movie, he was made an agent and he was made to create chaos between Batman and Superman to make, you know – them fight each other and have Batman actually kill him. And maybe that was the plot all along, just so when Darkseid comes, there's no Superman. Or have Batman do something drastic and stupid and hurt one of Superman's own. That that was my theory. And because, you know, it, it, I could go into a tangent here or go even deeper, but <laughs> this movie took like seven different graphic novels and shoved them into one. And right. that's the problem. If they would have done one story with character development it would have been so much better but it wasn't it was seven different graphic novels you had injustice you had dark knight um you had all these different stories justice league sort of all combined and and that's that's what i was thinking they were going with um that that so anyway back to my point i think lex at some point was made an agent of dark side 
in, in the recent comic, Lex's sister was, and she actually like, shot and killed him. Basically, they just con- completely control the person, makes them go insane, makes them become an agent. And that's why at the end of the movie, he was going all biblical and everything. I think he's now very much an agent of Darkseid, which would make him crazy moving forward. And now that he has all this knowledge, now he's going to be smart. But why wasn't he that to begin with? Why did he kidnap batman and start or uh, superman or i'm sorry superman's mom and start talking about like just it was so i hated i i I respect that you like the way they portrayed them but it was a big turnoff oh yeah i mean that's pretty much all like i liked how jesse just ran with it and yeah some of it was a little weird the jolly ranchers it was uncomfortable um but like i liked that this was you could see that this was someone who already his thoughts kept getting backed up. He was having so many of, there was a very Oliver Sacks quality to that. The idea of, of his speech at the little gala, whatever thing he was having so many thoughts at one time. He just couldn't process them all. Right. It was, you know, the limitations of so much knowledge in a human mind. And, and I, I liked the way they portrayed that and it had its own outlets and he did it physically. He did it mentally. I don't like, Anything else they did with him, I I am completely with you. Nothing else actually made sense. You know, right. all all of the points; those are all absolutely valid points. I right. was just I I'm just I was just up on how Jesse just grabbed that and ran with it. He was like, "All right, right this see, is this is what they've got. This is what I'm gonna do." Oh yeah, oh yeah. And going into it, I thought they're gonna make him look like the good guy, where he's gonna walk away and go, "Look, look at him. This guy's crazy. He's destroying a city." You know, he's not human. He's now fighting a Batman. He's bad, and I'm good. You know, in the comic, he ended up becoming the president. Uh-huh. He's in the Justice League now. Uh-huh. So it's like <laughs> you, you, you could have made him, but at the end, he is arrested off screen, and you, he's just in jail with his head shaved, and it's just so stupid. I've never seen a movie where the bad guy, the ending of him, is completely off screen. Uh, there was no... <laughs> It was just like, well, wait a second, you know. So I guess the bad guy really was the Batman or Superman fights, or, or, or you know, Doomsday or whatever. Um, and well, let's talk about Doomsday. I, I'm of two minds with Doomsday. The first is I hate how they did him just because it felt cheap to oh, be yeah. like, hey, we have Kryptonian DNA and we mix human DNA and voila, it makes a monstrosity that you know I, but I get. I get like the sort of Kryptonian Science Council forbiddingness of it, and I did like how, in in a way, how when when they hit him with something and it made him stronger. I think a better way to do that would have been they hit him hard enough to put him down, and then he gets back up strong. Right. They could have they could have done just that one extra step to sell that a little bit more. Instead right. of, hey, I cut him with a sword. Now a sword grows back in place of his arm. That was stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, he very much was, in a way, what he was in the comics. He was just a plot device to kill Superman. Right. Um, and in this, I, I did not. I, uh, first of all, we were all right. It shouldn't have been in the trailer. This should have been something that surprised people. It probably would have done a lot better where it was like, are they really going to fucking do this? Right. Are they really do it? Like that would have been more exciting, except we knew about this months ahead of time. And you know, it was made in the uterus of that ship. I just thought it was so stupid. And 
one thing, uh, I didn't like how they were fighting him. It was so, I don't know. It did, didn't look like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Batman just looked like I don't I I, I don't I know. I need he to just get did... out of the way. I have to run away so I don't get killed. Like it seemed like he was the guy that was jumping out of the way every time, and that they were, other two were both hitting him. Right. Um. And I don't know. We we didn't get that that Avengers moment, you know. Yeah. Where they're all teamwork and you know they're they don't have to say one liners, but like it would have been a cool the one liners they did say were stupid. Like, did you know she came here or did she come with you? Oh, I thought she came with you. Right. No, you you didn't you knew <laughs> that she didn't come with you. You had a picture of her and you sent it to her. Yeah. Like you didn't know that. Right. <laughs> or you, you pretend you didn't know that. Come on. The one liners were dumb. At least in Marvels are cheesy, but they I don't know. They deliver it better, I guess. Right. Um and from from a comic perspective, the the whole deal with Doomsday was always, you know, when he crashed to Earth and then they woke him up and he tears through what, like five or six like third tier superheroes. Yes. Like just exactly. just absolutely rips through them and and fights Superman across and that's the thing with the Doomsday fight. That's what gives it that emotional punch with with uh with it being the death of Superman is that it's a one-on-one -on -one brawl and it's just however hard he hits this thing it keeps getting up and it keeps See, getting I... up and there's no the the other thing that's missing here is you can't just have that be the second Superman movie you have to have you yes, have to have established Superman so that there's this emotional connection of he's always going to find a way to win he's always going to figure it out there's always hope as you know, they made a whole big deal about the the thing on the chest that that there's never any hope in these movies at all, actually, and and so you're rooting for him, and you're every time you see him keep getting hit, every one of those big splash pages, you keep thinking like, what is this thing? How is this happening? And then when they finally collide that last time, it has such a bigger impact that way. And it's it, it just well, it's like it's iconic in the comics and that yeah. the, 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 this was done and I think you nailed it. This was the second movie. The world is afraid of him. He never even got a fucking chance to speak to anybody. Right. He never got a chance to be their idol, to be the, the you know, up look at the sky. It's you know, he was never able to be that. Right. And they killed him. Yeah. It was way too early to do that. This should have been done in Justice League. Um uh, I just thought it was uh, come on, like, oh, it just it 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 was just dumb, and it, so it was just this was this was a movie. It, there's when Kevin Smith directed his episode of The Flash, he talked about that production team looks for three things in an episode, and it was it was it was what was it? It was heart, spectacle, and substance. This movie had spectacle. It had no heart and no substance. Bingo. That that's it. Bingo. You just nailed it. It, and that and that's the thing. It was I was, and I, I tried to look at it two different point of views, the comic book nerd, and just the regular Joe Smo going to sit in a theater. Right. Um, I couldn't understand why anyone would like it uh, on either of those ends because comic book nerd in me was going crazy like. Why are they shoot? Why is Batman murdering people? What Lex is totally fucked up. You know, there's a, you know, everything was bothering me. The, even the flash, I swear to God, when that scene, let's talk about that for a second. When that scene happened, I couldn't figure out what I was looking at. 
I was like, it was done so blurry. It was done. I've never seen this person before. He didn't look like the Flash. The only thing that looked like the Flash to me was, I guess, the lightning. And that's what cued me off. But I didn't realize it until after the scene. So the whole scene, I was missing what he was saying. Right. I was just racking my brain about what the fuck I'm looking at. Not a single person I went and saw it with, which was like seven people, knew who that was. One of them even goes, was that Tony Stark? <laughs> you know, that, that's the regular person. That's yeah. the person who might know that they're separate universes but probably doesn't care, maybe doesn't know. Uh, he had like the mask go down in front of him. And, you know, and when that happened and then the lightning went away, I thought, oh, that was the Flash. But I totally missed what he said. Uh, I looked it up online later and it makes sense. Everything he says is like, oh, yeah. That's the, like, Injustice Flash, like, warning Batman, Superman's bad, and Lois is the key, you know. It kind of gets to one of my theories, too, because I really think that uh, the that, that Batman, when he was, you know, in the future and he saw Apocalypse, Apocalypse on Earth and whatever, like, that's, like, another universe. And that's kind of interesting. That would be really cool if, like, for some reason there is a, se you know, a separate Earth that he was looking at. You know, like an injustice earth where super that was injustice. All that whole scene, do you agree? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with, with the with the with the where were they the guns and everything else and Batman, you know, like Superman's like, You hurt her. Uh, if you don't know Injustice is a video game where the Joker tricks Superman into thinking that he's fighting Doomsday, but he's really fighting a pregnant Lois Lane and he takes her into space and kills her, and then he realizes what he does, he goes and kills the Joker and just gets total fascist on it on the planet and just takes it over, basically. So it could never happen again. And the heroes kind of, uh, uh, you know, s separate. You know, that there's the there's the people who are with Superman and the people who are against him. And the Flash goes, thinks he's going through time to the past to, to tell Bruce Wayne about, you know, to stop him. But really, he enters a separate reality. And I think that's what we were looking at. I think a Flash from a different, you know, universe bumped into ours told Bruce Wayne this and has now set up Bruce Wayne to uh, find all these people. I, who knows if they touched into that and, and maybe that's what they're doing, dude. Maybe they are purposely setting up Superman to be a villain. You know? I, I don't, uh, well, here's the thing. I don't think they were thinking that complex. I right. think that was just the future. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I totally agree. It's, I, that's gotta be the future or some, you know, uh, multiverse. That'd be really cool. They'd set up the 50, you know, 52 that it, it's very easy for them to say, this is one of the 52 universes. The movie universe is one of them. Uh, they've established that in the TV show. Yeah. Kind of perfect. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, man, I just, it, th this, it was the, the best way you could sum this up is this is so much wasted potential. They, they tried to shoehorn seven different stories into one, into two and a half hours, and I really think if they would have just tried to do one, if they would have just done a Batman film that had Superman in it, um, or just told it completely from Batman's point of view, and you know, start out like it did in the beginning with Batman running and say and saving, and just have his whole point of view the whole time, make this a Batman film, and then get to the end. And have him, you know, Superman there and whatever, it would have probably been way better. I thought. I I agree. I think that that's a movie I would go see again. Yeah, exactly. And have Lex in it. You know, it's just uh, it's just so much wasted potential. And you know, and the thing is, it's not just us comic book geeks that were just just felt it was gross. It was 
critics. It was regular people. It was everybody. I think two people I know really enjoyed it. One of them removed me on Facebook because I said I didn't like the movie. <laughs> wow. I'm like, okay, buddy. <laughs> all right, bye. Yeah, exactly. Like, all right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I didn't get that. But yeah, yeah no, I, I just didn't. No, and I mean taking you know taking the comic book nerdness out of it, it's a bad movie. Right. It's right. it's poorly written. The 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 di- the dialogue is terrible. Most of the dialogue is terrible. Uh, the uh, I I can't I can't bang the drum on the editing enough. Yeah. Because that, there's. That, that... And trying to explain that, like most of my friends got that. They they didn't know how to explain it. They just knew what else. They were like, yeah, yeah, I, it was weird. It was boring. And I was like, that's what made it boring. Yeah. Some of my, yeah, it, that, that was the thing you just don't have to explain to people. They're just like, okay, yeah, that was weird. I don't know why it was boring, but yeah, that's why. It, yeah. It, it was two minutes here, no character development. Two minutes there, no character development. Two minutes here, no character development. When they really should have spent a lot more time with people. A lot more time with characters and not uh, – it just seems like so much was left on the editing floor. Yeah. All right. So um, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into Daredevil? Uh, just, you know, oh. do you want to touch on Suicide Squad for a second? Yeah, let's do that. But real fast, one thing we didn't really talk about. Okay. What did you think of Flash, uh, Cyborg, Aquaman, and Wonder Woman's little uh, YouTube video clips? I <laughs> – I I I think that you know, hey, we have video of a guy swimming around in the ocean. I understand the Flash gets no media play in this universe. That little security camera footage doesn't make it to air. Fine. Uh, everything happening with Cyborg is proprietary, probably Star Labs property. Fine, whatever. The thing with the thing with Aquaman. Where you get a clear close-up shot of him, and and I mean, how does that get confiscated? How does that not not? Uh, sorry, I have to do that. How does this not leak? Especially <laughs> especially in this day and age, like we have a full on like it's not. I would have loved for like you get a shot of him, like half in the shadow, and then like he lashes out or something. I tell but, you what, uh, it's just uh, I tell you what they should have done. And uh, this is just a sign of bad writing. You have a character that is in the ocean and can breathe underwater and can do all sorts of things. I swear to God, the entire time, the scene where the kryptonite trident is thrown in the water. So much. So I Oh, I know where you're going. I'm just going, okay, here we're going to get Aquaman. And right? He's going to jump up and he's going to help out. And he's going to be a fucking badass. He's going to ride up with a shark or some crazy shit. <laughs> no, nope, we don't get that. We get some stupid shit with Lois Lane falling in the water or whatever the hell she did. It was so ham-fisted. Yeah. And, it, it, and that, that missed opportunities. Um, and, that, and, a, a YouTube video was just so yeah. wrong way to go about this. And I, and I know that would have made no sense. Like, what does Aquaman care about the surface world? But oh, it doesn't matter. We have I, a big clay baby that was just born out of a space uterus. Exactly. Uterus. It, it doesn't have to make sense at that point. That would have been a cool introduction to Aquaman, a badass introduction of him just flying up and helping them out and punching shit because he's super powerful, getting hit and getting back up and Wonder Woman looking at him like, oh, look at this guy. You know, like, uh, it would have been cool. But they didn't do that. They, right. they just – it was written poorly. Uh, the Flash – 
The Flash had his cool scene where he jumped in and, you know, he did that with Batman. It should have just been done better. It should have looked like The Flash. It should have been very clear it was The Flash. So everyone in the audience goes, oh, my God, that's The Flash. Not who the fuck is this? Exactly. Um, <laughs> and the other person, Cyborg, I don't know how you would have went about introducing Cyborg. Maybe that have one... something to do with the decrypting the what Bruce was, you know, was trying to get a hold of. Right. I, I don't. I don't know. It, the way they put these into YouTube clips, it was like, this is stupid. This I, is really. I, I understand the cyborg one being right. because it's you know it, it it's 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 Stone trying to save his son. That makes uh, sense. Supposedly, um, no one in the audience knew what the hell was going on. I swear right. to God, everyone in the row was like, "Who's this guy?" Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with the way they did that one because that's like, Hey, look, you know, science crazy thing. Okay, fine. Whatever. But here's my thing with this. We know that Batman is going to be in the suicide squad movie, Mm -hmm. but what that means is that there's killer croc and was it enchantress and Katana with her uh, magic sword and and the fire guy whose name yeah. completely escapes me inferno i think right why is he so surprised that there are other metahumans he knows there are other metahumans he knows there are people who for some reason however it happened whether it was chemical or potentially supernatural or something these people like look at killer croc this is not a guy with bad acne this is you know this is something that has happened on a genetic level by whatever means Mm -hmm. and and so why it it almost seemed like he was surprised that that luther had found other metahumans like he had found this data and it's like oh you mean there are more of them like what the hell Mm -hmm. yeah no it doesn't make sense it's it's the same thing with luther's plot it's just it's not the the common person is going to look over that and not even think about that but you're absolutely right that uh, you have you have a writer's mind, so you're looking at it like plot <laughs> story, and it doesn't make any sense. Thank you. Know? you. That's I, I'll put that true. on my it's, put that on my tombstone. He had a writer's mind. I like that. It's true. You know, you could have went into it. I could have went into it. I, Anybody I could have gone into it. And when, no, we could have went into it and just be like, oh my god, they just two toys smashing into each other, and oh my, like Batman, Superman, but. At the at the surface level, that's all it was. And if that entertained you, and that was what you wanted, I envy you. I wish I would get off on just that because I would have felt great and happy about it. But I, it's it's a different palette. I don't want to sound pretentious. It's a, it's a, just a different taste, I guess. Right. No, um, I mean it's it's not pretentious to say you like stories that have actual story. Right, exactly. So, like, if someone just loves visual action and you like Three Hundred is your favorite movie, then this is for you. I don't. Just, I, I see, and I even I disagree with that because you have to get through. Oh, that's true. I guess you have to the, get through two hours of nonsense before you get to that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because three, yeah, Three Hundred was shot way better. There was a there was a plot. Like, yeah. you're absolutely right. It, I don't even know who this was for. The Transformers I, I, I crowd. That's it. <laughs> Bingo. I mean, that's hey, what's this, funny. Yeah. The, guy, the guy who got upset with me, <laughs> that was his thing. Well, what do you think about Transformers? I was like, I don't like it. What? That's one of my favorite movies. And I was like, <laughs> it is all making sense. And that's the thing. That's why I want people to take away from this. It's okay if you like this movie. I'm happy for you. That's awesome. Like, we should still be able to have a conversation. Right. Without you thinking I, you know, uh, 
I, I, I damaged your family's name or I insulted it or something like right. that because that's not what I'm trying to do. We're not punting six months old here. We're right. we're we're dissecting a movie and and the good thing is if if you don't like what somebody has to say about this movie, there are like twenty six more that come out every week. Find exactly. one you do like and do agree on and don't look, don't ever feel bad about liking a movie. No oh, matter yeah. if if the critics may all be against you, just say, look, I don't care. That's yep. a that is a perfectly acceptable response every time. Oh, yeah, dude. And that that's that's kind of what I said to, to them. I was like, look, I love Star Wars. If I was the only person on the planet that enjoyed it and everyone else hated it, I still would love it. I'd still wear the shirts. I'd still go on the rides. There probably wouldn't be any, but I would still <laughs> love it. Like and I get a lot of people tell me all the time that Star Wars is silly. It's just, you know, whatever doesn't matter i still love it it's still my thing and if this is your thing awesome more hats to you but it's not my thing it's right. not what i enjoyed it's not what i wanted and I, we want the same thing we want a good movie and i i just think that it, it's 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 just so much wasted potential um we've kind of gone on about it. do you want to jump into well it's suicide squad so what do you think of the trailer i you know and i know we'll talk about this more on the next episode but i just i i don't know what they were going for here like yeah. the first, the last trailer had a clear message. Here mm -hmm. is awesomeness set to awesome music that has legitimate comedy moments in it. Mm -hmm. This new trailer was like, here's some action set to one piece of music, followed by something that's kind of funny-ish mm -hmm. set to other music. And then there's some more action, and now we get to this shoehorned, hey, we're all people, let's sit at a bar and drink. Like, mm -hmm. I don't. I, I don't know like that felt I don't it just felt weird to me yeah I, I, I think what happened was I think there's a lot of truth to what was said last week that they were going to make a trailer and it was going to be fun 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 because they said the word fun in three of their press conferences <laughs> about right. three of their movies and so you know and they did come they said this this was the big rumor they were going back to shoot fun sequences turns out I guess they they read they said more action sequences. Okay, that's fine. Right, whatever. That, whatever you want that, to call it. Right. That can also be fun. Though exactly. fun doesn't just mean comedy jokes. Haha. -ha. Fun is right. fun. Fun is entertaining. Exactly. And so, you know, that's yeah, why don't we just use that word instead? So it doesn't sound uh like it, it, it it's, we should just use the word entertaining. Right. You know what? We wanted to go back and make it more entertaining because we want to entertain people. That sounds better than fun because I think well, fun – Yes, but then you, you take away – we wanted to make entertainment that was more entertaining. I <laughs> Well, you see? I'm, just, I'm trying to say it's yeah. So so anyway, they, we we heard this rumor, and I think it was it was true. Uh, you know, they, they that there was a trailer that was released that was more fun. Um, I think they were smart by opening it up with it being the same exact tone as Man of Steel, serious, just the tone, the music. Um, they straight up mention Superman and what if he kills the president. That, that was their idea of Superman. Right. What if he kills the present? Just another way of making the character not look like a hero. I swear what to God, if, that's all they do with him, and it, it kind of bothers me. Yeah, what, so, if, what if Bruce Wayne wasn't paranoid enough? Right, exactly. <laughs> what, what, what if he was thinking too small? Yeah, yeah. So, so they open up with that, and I'm thinking, okay, this is kind of perfect because they're going to turn it on its head. And what do they do? They actually turn the WB signal <laughs> the, the the icon saying ha 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 
band. We bust into cool old music with jokes, and you know, you, you got uh, Harley Quinn changing her clothes in front of the guys, and hoo hoo hoo, and joke 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 joke. Will Smith joke 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 joke. Oh, I got new guns. Joke 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 joke. A bunch of jokes. They're having a great time. They're having some beers. They're being bros. They're having a great time in a bar, and they're just hanging out. And they're Guardian of the Galaxy it. Cut to a new song, and you know, how are we gonna get out of this one? You know. And then, yeah, the, 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 at the end, you know, oh, cool Joker. I, I actually really dug how they showed the Joker in this. Um, everything he said was dead on, like yeah. the way he did it. Uh, uh, everything about the Joker I'm starting to like except for the stupid tattoos. Um, <laughs> poor poor decision still, unless it is Jason Todd. Um, I liked it. I, I really liked it. Um, I think I'm not going to like it if I go and see the movie and go, yep, that was all the funny bits. <laughs> which, which, I mean, that's that's just the risk you run with anything anymore. It's right. like, oh, they put all the best stuff in the trailer. I'm like, first of all, like, I understand the idea of marketing. Like, you put all the good stuff up front. I get that. That's what marketing is. But if your movie only has two minutes worth of really good bits, that's 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 troubling. Right, and, 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 and that, that's the thing. Um, I think... On one hand, it was a good trailer, just like Man of Steel was a great trailer. Uh, well, I, actually, that's wrong. That's the wrong thing to reference. It was a good trailer. I liked the trailer, but I don't want to that to uh, sacrifice the movie. I would have rather not seen any of that and enjoyed it in the movie. Yeah, yeah. They shouldn't have showed me that. I, I, we got our ticket. We're ready to go. Uh, but I think they're really, I think they're really like, we got to turn this ship. We got to somehow get the steering in the right direction and batman versus superman made a crap load of money of course it's going to at first at first <laughs> it still did a good money but yes it did after that it, it plummeted it's it's um, it made it made less during its second weekend than it did on its opening night yeah so yeah and <laughs> this to show you and this week it got beat by the boss what what is that the new melissa mccarthy movie where, wow, see, that is bad. Where she, because she plays like a, um, I don't know if it's just like a, a high-powered business exec, I think is what it is, who, like, she gets arrested for insider trading or something, I don't know, because the trailer's not clear on that point, which is fine. And then it's like, oh, so she's not rich and powerful anymore, so she has to live with her normal family, and then she takes over the local Girl Scout cookie business, and that's how she's going to climb back to the top. And that okay. and that beat Batman versus Superman this weekend. Wow! With twenty three point eight million, I think. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it yeah. was close. I think. I think. I think Batman versus Superman was like twenty three, four thirty five. So it wasn't. It wasn't a huge difference, but just the fact that it went from a hundred and seventy million opening weekend. In two weeks, it dropped to twenty-three million. Right. That's that's troubling. Yeah, it is. It is. I think it's just the case of everyone was going to go see it originally to see what it was about. You got all the comic book fans in that first week. Of course, you got all the critics in. You got all the people that just want to be part of the conversation. Uh, a lot of young people probably. And it's it's iconic. It's two iconic characters, first right. time ever. And then the bad reviews came out, and then word of mouth got around and it was like every single one of the people that asked me about it um that w they basically were like yeah i wasn't yeah i wasn't even you know i was considering it but you know the way you make it sound nah 
and and the thing is, and I don't want to. I also want to say it's not just me. The thing was, they were like, "You are one of seven people that told me that. Yeah. Uh, you're not the only <laughs> one that told me that." Or they'll say, "You're you know." So it's not just me going, "You shouldn't go see this movie." Blah blah. blah. They've heard it from everybody. They were kind of just seeing, I guess, if 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 I had the same opinion, because. Right. I honestly thought they'd think I would like it because I am such a comic book nerd that I may be the one that's like, no, it's got all these cool references. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I think they were a little surprised or they're like, oh, wait a second. You should like this. No, it just was bad. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, I don't know. We, we've gone. Let, let's get into some Daredevil. Okay. All right. So. On to um, bigger and better things. Yes. <laughs> Much um, better things. Like, fantastically better things. Right. And, you know, we, we started the last one out, like, what did we like about it and what did we didn't like? I don't even know if I can think of something I didn't like about this season. I, I, I you know, I'm... I, I think... I, maybe the hand was a little underdeveloped. Yeah, I think that's that could be said. I loved... All the ninjas running around. I kept thinking, this is so cool. This is yeah. straight out of the comics. Um, I loved what they did with Elektra. Uh, her character was just – I don't know I know much about her, only from a few books and the movies. I felt like we got a lot of backstory that I didn't know about before, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, uh, and the hand played a big part of it. I knew that she played a big part in the hand. I knew she actually ran it for a while or something in the comics. Um and I thought it was really cool how they did that. Um, I, I wish I wish that uh, Kingpin might, should have been in it a bit, little bit more. Oh, um, they uh, they did enough with him to say this is where season three is going. Absolutely, no, they totally did that. Okay, one complaint I wish they would have done. It feels like, oh god, and this isn't a complaint. I'm sorry. One thing that it felt it did was it took uh, the Punisher's plot and. Electra's plot and it was like they both they, they wanted to do both plots and they stuck it in one season and you know it felt like we had a Punisher story then an Electra story then a little bit of Punisher and then a little bit of Electra and I wish it would have been blended a little bit better you know I wish the Punisher Electra and Daredevil were in the same place at the same time um, more than they were because right. they were only in it one scene together Right, and I, but I, I liked it from a narrative perspective of splitting Matt from, from Foggy and Karen, as a way of of dividing him. Like that was that was the wedge there, and where how does he balance this? Where does his? It, it, it was so much about his morality in terms of deal how to deal with the Punisher, as it was just trying to balance everything he has going through his head at one time but i just it it was an interesting contrast and i like the way it pulled apart like that i think it kept him separate that way just not just from a from a a, a logistic standpoint of like hey you know the punisher's in the hospital or court or jail or or something but it it worked narratively as well they used it as as kind of that almost sort of a tug of war of like which way is he gonna go Oh, yeah. I, I loved that. I loved how this was, you know, them breaking up and not going back to that. What what they, you know, the their solid little family just, you know, it was it was him kind of choosing 
that lifestyle or his friends. And there was a huge wedge put in that and it had real consequences. Yeah. Um, and I completely agree. It was done so well. Um, this was, you know, this is where, and maybe it's because they were lucky enough to, it's a Netflix series. So you have 13 episodes to tell a story. Um, so you get the character development, you get all of that. And this was them showing that you can be serious and you can have fun. You can, uh, you know, have some entertaining moments. Um, and I just thought it was such a, you, you look at – and I don't want to talk about Batman Superman anymore, but you, you look at something <laughs> like that and then you look at something like this and you know one studio is doing it completely right. You know, uh, The characters matter. So when something happens, I'm like, God, no, she better not die. He better not die. You know, the, She can't get hurt, You know that kind of thing. Um, the other one, I didn't really care. So yeah. – uh, and, and that's that's the problem. You know, um, I, I loved this. I, I, I thought – um, I thought both their stories played into it amazingly. Um, you know, uh, John Berthal, 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 perfect. Oh, he, oh man, he was, he was awesome. He was perfect. You know, um, I love, you know, he it, it, it couldn't have been a better cast. You know, he, he did his, his thing with Shane and I could see from the walking dead and I could, I see how they probably looked at that and they were like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we want. And, uh-huh. you know, and I thought, I just, I just thought his performance was, but my favorite scene of his, uh, of course, at the grave. That was amazing. Oh, um, that's, give him an Emmy for that speech. He really does. And Man. one of the other moments oh, is in, so good. Oh, yeah. Is in, is in uh, the courtroom when he's like, you want the Punisher? Yeah. You want the big bad Punisher? Yeah. I'll give it like that was just so – and then how he just turns it on its head and he flips and he is the Punisher. There's no he, – he, he says to them, there's no good of what I'm doing. I am the Punisher. You know, I will do it again a million times. I love that. I love that, you know. And so – you know, I I loved at the end that he's the you know he, you know uh and I, I he, he shoots you know the, the the to help out with um, Daredevil and Daredevil Daredevil's just like That's, now they're yeah. on level they're on the same level I guess you know he knows the Punisher's going to do what he's going to do he's not going to sit there and try and stop him anymore I don't I don't think right um, and you know the Punisher has no beef with with him anymore you know it, I I like that they ended it like that I like that they can now you know. Weave in, weave in and out of each other's stories. I hope we see the Punisher in something else. I hope he gets his own series. Um, I loved his moments, uh, you know, with Karen uh, in the diner. That um, was yeah, that was great. That, that was, was fantastic. Um, you know, Foggy had some great scenes in this. In the hospital, it, his yeah. speech in the hospital. That God, what a moment! Like that's they they give these actors such. This is where the the writing meets the talent. Yeah. Where they, it's not just, you're not relying on the actor to try and drag a performance out of this, but you're, you're teeing this up. You're saying, okay, we've got somebody who we know can hit a home run instead of throwing a sinker at them. Why don't we just set this thing on a tee and see how far they can hit it? Yeah. And exactly. every time that's, it was such a great scene in the, in the hospital, not just to see Foggy stepping up and saying, oh, hey, by the way, I know what I'm doing. I know New York. I know Hell's Kitchen. I know how this all works, but to command presence like that, yeah. To oh, yeah. I mean, that was that was impressive. Yeah, I loved. Um, 
I loved Electra. I love that they showed her where she was like, you know, when she kills, she slits that kid's throat. She's like, do you still love me? And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. She's crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, she's, she's so off the bend. Yeah. Like, she's not just like, <laughs> she's like, whoop, gone, crazy, you know, and I love that they have this daredevil guy who seems to be the he's not you know he's running around in a costume as well but at the same time he's like all of these just fucked up people in his world and you know i I just thought it was so damn so good so well done i can't wait for the next season i love how they're setting it up um and i love that you know i love that when you start to ask questions in your head it's as if the writers are like they're asking the questions and yeah. that's good writing they, uh, we're putting this in their head right now it's fresh in their head here we go uh the, for example the part where he's like telling the punisher i'm going to help you escape you're going to escape and you're going to do this um and i kept thinking you know he, he was tricking him or whatever and i kept thinking why doesn't the kingpin just escape if he knows how to escape right. and i swear to god a second later you know the punisher asked the same question and they explain it and I'm like, that's great. That that's how you do it. You yeah. know, don't leave that open. Don't make me go. Well, this is dumb. If he can get escape, why couldn't he? He explains. No, when I leave, it's going to be legit. Yeah. I'm gonna do my time. I'm gonna get out of here, and I'm not gonna be running for the rest of my life. And I and I loved. I I D'Onofrio is his kingpin is is one of the best villains mm-hmm. ever. Yep. I mean you. I mean I don't care what. TV, movie, literature—I don't care. He—he he nails it, yep. and his—I loved what they did with him and 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 Matt in that interrogation, where he's gonna come down on Matt like a ton of bricks, and then Matt flips it on him, yep. and then he flips it back on mm-hmm. Matt. That—that yep. that was the icing on top. That was the cherry on top of the cake. Yeah, it was. And see, that's oh, – I don't want to keep going back to Batman versus Superman. That's how the Lex Superman conversation should go. Exactly. Where it's like just when you think he's got you pinned, no, he, you don't. And here's he's going to explain to you why you're wrong. And it's like, whoa. Like that's how you have uh, an ebb and flow with them. That's how you have a back and forth. That's how you oh, – it was just so well done. Yeah. Um, the people behind this, man, hats off to them. This is – this is how you do good superhero stories. I love that they get all of this time with the characters where they can – it feels like straight up comic out of the page and they don't – I shouldn't say it like that. It's a great adaptation of the comic in a way that makes sense for storytelling for a television show. Um, and you know they are so – they're not just true to the source material. They do change some things, but they still respect the hell out of the characters you can tell going into this these people they they want you to feel that these are the characters that you grew up reading or you know about or your brother might have told you about or images you saw daredevils daredevil punishers punishers electra's electra you know fisk is fisk all of these characters are just so well done right this the spirit of it all the spirit of it all and if when they change things they change things it doesn't feel gross you know, and that's the that's the key. It doesn't feel gross or out of place, uh, and they still surprise you too. Like with the Electra stuff, 
I, I didn't know any of that. And I, I thought it was really cool. Like, I was like, this is awesome. You know, I, as much as I've read of her, because uh, I haven't read that much, I don't remember any of that. Um, I remember she's in charge of the hand. So I guess towards the end, I kind of had an idea she was going to come back or whatever. They were going to put her in that thing. Because yeah. um, I remember the comic, she was like the leader of the hand at some point in time. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I just, I can't wait for the next season. I just read today that, uh, they um, are shooting the defenders at the end of this year. Yep. Yeah. So that's going to be awesome. Um, you know, we get up, we got saw a tease of Luke Cage at the end. That was, that was cool. I loved, this is what I love about, about the, the Marvel humor. Mm-hmm. It's not meant to be laugh out loud funny. It's just, look, these guys keep shooting at Luke Cage and he just looks down and he goes, I hate having to buy new shirts. Yeah, and like I like that it's got its own tone, it's got its own feel, you know, his is the music that played. It was just you wouldn't have heard that in any of the other series they've done on Netflix and right. he, he's got his own feel and that's what's awesome. So when these characters are together, they're going to feel like actual characters. Like they all have all their own cool feel to them and I, I love that. They yeah. don't it's just written so well. Um, and yeah, yeah dude, I, I, I can't praise season two enough. That's And that's what I was telling people over the last month or so when they're like, well, should I go see this? Should I go do that? I was like, whatever you do, just watch Daredevil season two. And I was like, I don't even care if you didn't see the first season. Go watch season <laughs> two. You know, really, he's Daredevil. It opens up, he's Daredevil. You'll figure the characters out. Yeah. Um, you know, you'll you'll find out real fast. There'll be moments where you're like, "Am I supposed to know that?" But no, it it's great. And I actually had a few people that didn't watch the first season. I just kind of briefly explained to them what Daredevil was, who the characters were. Here's Fog. You know, uh, here's the Night Nurse. I I explained a little bit. They completely loved it. I, I don't think they missed a beat. There you go. And, and that's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, by the way, now go you can now you can go watch season one, and now you can go watch Felicity Jones and uh, it, Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, Felicity Jones. What am I? Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jessica Jones, Felicity. What am I thinking? Oh, Ooh. the Star Wars. Okay, so yeah, no, it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm rambling at this point, but um, yeah, I loved it. I don't know what else I can say about it. I there's not much I hated about it. Um, I loved most of it. The the, the, actually, there wasn't a thing I hated about. There was not one thing. There was some things maybe I thought they could have done differently, but overall, <laughs> they know more about it than I do, and it, it was so well done. Yeah, it it was. It it really was. And this is a case of where they let the characters carry the story. Yeah, and that's and that's what it needed. And the action can can we talk about the staircase for a minute? Oh, dude, yes. Yeah. So how do we not even mention that? I'm because, like, look, this was clear. Like, they they watched Old Boy and the Raid, and that was where we got the warehouse in season one. That was where yep. we got the hallway, and that was a crazy scene. Yeah, and, and it's just I we're I, I think now we're expecting it for season three, and I hope they just do outperform this one. I hope they're just like, and you, you know that's what they're doing right this moment. They're going, how are we going to out top that? Right, how are we gonna outdo it. And they, so they when they went into season two and they did the whole like room, hallway, stairs, elevator, like the whole thing, like it's this giant tracking shot. It's fabulous. Yep. And if you there's and that's the cool thing. The first time around I'm like, how did they shoot that? The second time around, I'm very carefully closely looking and they do it so well where like he'll get in front of the camera for just a second. Yeah. And it's like that's where they probably cut and like stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's mostly like you said just a huge tracking shot. Um 
it's the editing, every that whole thing. It just feels brutal. You're just like, when is it going to end? Like, when is he going to be able to rest? And oh shit, here comes sixteen more people. Exactly. And, you know, how is he going to survive this? And I loved that. This is the one. You know, a lot of movies and comic book TV shows they don't show the bat. They don't show the good guys, bloody pulp, beaten up, bruised eye. You know, Daredevil through this entire season, he is beaten to a pulp. And I love how they're like, well, he's just an alcoholic. <laughs> and, and nobody, he's, and he's I love how, fallen. yeah. And I love how nobody believes that. Right. Yeah, exactly. You can clearly tell they're like, Oh no, he just, he just drinks. And they're like, really? That's, yeah. that's what you're going with. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. I thought that was cool because how are you going to explain this guy? You just beaten to shit every week and it's like a blind guy how many times is he gonna fall or you know whatever it's it, i thought that was so cool yeah. um but yeah man I, I don't even know what else to say about it uh go watch it again i guess yeah. <laughs> no honestly sitting here talking to you about it i'm like ah, i gotta i gotta see this again i actually you know i want to see jessica jones again actually um i've been thinking about that like just how great it was it's been a while um Maybe even thinking about going back and watching season one of Daredevil again. I would, I, I would love to do like I don't know, maybe take a week and just go season one, season one, season two. Yeah, just, that yeah, that would be a lot, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it, I mean that I, you know, that would be cool. And then yeah. when I, oh man, I'm just I'm looking forward to Luke Cage, and I love what they're doing with Luke Cage. That looks like hey, we know this has. Like this character was a '70s creation, mm-hmm. very, uh, very stereotyped '70s creation. Right, right. But there are kind of some cool elements from back then that we can include. Like that is such a '70s logo. Oh, oh yeah. The way it, it fits totally between does. the C and the E. That's that is such a, a stylized logo, and I love it. Oh yeah, yeah. They definitely give him his own tone, and I I like that. I like that they're not really shying away from it. Yeah. You know, I I think it's cool. I I think it's good, and I I don't think it should feel exactly like Daredevil. It shouldn't feel like uh, Jessica Jones. It should be its own thing. And if they pump in a little bit of what it had in the comics, as long as they stay respectful, you know what I mean. They don't they don't have to go as far as they did in the comic back then, of course. Um. You know, but keep keep them keep them cool. Keep them Luke Cage. Like that's what we want to see. We want to see Luke Cage. We you know so and we saw him already. You know so more of that. Perfect actor's great. You know it. It's gonna be. It's gonna kill it. Yeah. When does that come out? Do you know? August twentieth. Uh, Ooh, that's great. Is that? Awesome. Is, I think that's when it was. Give me like three seconds. I can look it up. August August twentieth or September twentieth. September twentieth. September twentieth. Uh, okay. I think cool yeah man i can't wait we got game of thrones starting um what's that two weeks a week from sunday yep we got game of thrones in two weeks we got um uh i think fear the walking dead started i gotta catch up on that so we can talk about it yeah i didn't see it last night yeah i heard it didn't do pretty good i heard heard it was kind of the so um well i I, I completely forgot it was starting but i love that it's like you're done with The Walking Dead. Here's Fear of the Walking Dead. Right, and this, you know, this is a show that's still trying to find its sea legs. So it'll right. be what it'll be. Yeah, exactly. Got to keep in mind, Walking Dead season two was a disaster, and it became something amazing. So yeah. it'll find its, it'll find its place. Yeah. It'll find and the thirtieth, September thirtieth, Luke Cage. Oh. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, hey man, is there anything else you want to talk about? You want to wrap this up? Uh, I, I, yeah, I guess we can wrap it up. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, make sure you go to our Facebook group, um, We Geek Podcast. There's two of them, one you can like, one you can comment on. Um, our uh, Twitters are at Adam Estep, at we geek podcast at the Logan wit. Um, Gmail is we geek podcast at gmail.com. Um, what am I forgetting? Uh, make sure you go and review uh, our podcast on iTunes. Um, tell your friends, tell everybody about it. Um, we are on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. on the end.fm. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys on Wednesday um, as always. And Captain. Captain.